It's B-Movie Bonanza! <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Bob Harris from KFGO. And I'm Scotch from 1019 Jack FM. Welcome to another B-Movie Bonanza. And we got a big B for you right now, don't we? A big B. <laughs> 1980s humanoids from the deep. And I, I usually try to refresh before we talk about the movies, but I didn't get a chance to rewatch this recently. But I have seen it numerous times, so I, I know it pretty well. It's a Roger Corman monster movie that's got Doug McClure, Vic Morrow, and directed by Barbara Peters. And it really borrows from a lot of old classic 50s movies like Creature from the Black Lagoon and Attack of the Crab Monsters. It borrows a lot from Jaws. I mean, there's a little bit of everything in this movie. I was surprised, too. I mean, as you mentioned, there's some pretty big names in here. You there know, are. Vic Morrow and, uh, and Doug McClure from The Virginian, uh, to name just uh, two of them. And uh, I was kind of surprised to see them doing a Roger Corman movie. Yeah, and it's got a great title. I've said lots of times I'm always lured in by movies with provocative titles, and Humanoids from the Deep is irresistible for me. <laughs> Although it was released also under the title Monsters, right? Because... When you look at the new version, it says monsters across it, then little teeny tiny letters yeah. underneath it, humanoids from the deep. The DVD copy I have, is the original one I have is a bootleg, and it's actually got monster when the title comes up in the movie. It's called Monster. but And I don't know, I think it was there was also another title it had that was something about in the dark or dark waters because they wanted to sound a little classier. And then Corman, of course, is like, no, exploitation picture, humanoids from the deep. <laughs> anyway, it's set, in a, it's set in a fishing village, correct? Yep, Doug. McClure is a small town sheriff in a sleepy little fishing village, and he's got boys, he got problems because all of the salmon seem to be disappearing, and they got the big salmon festival coming up. What are you going to do when you have a salmon festival and no salmon? And 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 the cannery is wanting to build. They want to put a cannery in at that place as well, and there's no fish. Yeah. Talk about a lot of sub-stories. you got a, a corporate canning facility that wants to open up a cannery, and then you've got Indians in the area that are upset because they'll lose their fishing rights if the cannery opens. And then on top of that, if that isn't enough, dogs are getting killed, and somehow... Vic Morrow, who's like the uh, the cranky old racist Hank Slatery in the movie, he thinks that the Indians are responsible for the dogs being killed. I mean, there's just one thing on top of another. Because the one dog left belongs to an Indian yeah, that right. was alive. Yep. So, he, he so was, obviously yeah. he must be the one. Uh, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Eagle, I think his name is in the movie. So then Ann Turkle is the sexy biologist. you got to have a sexy biologist. Who knows how to handle a camera, by the way? What yep. do you see this? <laughs> and she shows up, and she works for the cannery, and she promises that uh, they're going to be replenishing the waters with bigger, plentiful, faster salmon, more powerful salmon. A little bit later on, we find out exactly where these uh, monsters came from, and it had to do with something they did. Yeah, that's when the real trouble starts, because the slimy fishmen show up, and they start... Killing locals, and uh, they're killing the men and trying to mate with the women. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. It goes from dogs to killing a kid mm -hmm. to killing men and then having their way, as you say, with women. Right. So, And they soon find a whole nest of these humanoids uh, in these waterfront caves. And then Dr. Drake turns on employer, her employers and she explains where these, where, what she theorizes these fishmen are coming from. And uh, it's got something to do with the cannery, folks. We won't ruin it for you. <laughs> what did you think of the costumes, by the way, for the uh, for the for the fishmen? I like it. I don't term. know why they got the big elongated arms. I thought those were a little silly, but I love rubber-suited monster movies. It kind of looked a little bit like Creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah. but like I say, longer arms. And they shoot most of it kind of in the shadows, and then when they do show the creatures, they kind of show them in quick little edits. So I mean, it's you never really get a good long hard look at them. And I I thought they were convincing. Uh, Barbara Peters directed the movie, and uh, 
what's funny is, so, I mean, people talk about this a lot that Roger Corman gave women a lot of opportunities to shoot movies, but then you also find out that a lot of them didn't want to work with him again after that. And her case was he looked at the first cut of the movie and said, yeah, there's not enough sex in there. I want you to shoot some more scenes where the monsters are ripping the young lady's clothes off. And then she said, well, you know, that seems kind of gratuitous and kind of cheap. So he said, well, of course, of course it is. And he fired her and he brought in a new director to do these more graphic scenes that are in the movie. And then there were a couple of people from the film after they, it was reshot, they started hitting the talk show circuits and saying, you know, this was really a horrible thing that right. he did. This was not the movie we made. Yeah. They thought that they were making a more subtle horror picture. And then, you know, he's he's an exploitation filmmaker. Of course he wanted to <laughs> make something a little bit more. So it, it does everything that a Roger Corman movie is supposed to do. I thought it was uh, it was fun. There's... By the way, I want to put uh, my hand up right now and say, the guy who's the radio announcer at the Salmon Festival, <laughs> there is no way any radio guy ever acted like that in my enti- at least in my entire life. Yep, just <laughs> horrible. Oh, it, it's a that's a, that's one of the fun elements though. When they've got the big Salmon Festival and here's this radio announcer there, and then all hell breaks loose, and what what mayhem takes place? The the like the last. I don't know, the last third of the picture is just things yeah, going nuts. It went and it, too long. Yeah. Well, it went too long. But it was it was fun. Uh, but it's only like, what, an hour and 19 minutes, something like that? Yeah, and they redid this movie in the 1990s, and the remake, I think, was a made-for-TV version, and it really pales in comparison. This this version from 1980 is the one to see. Yeah. The radio announcer guy, by the way, he's he's just a, just a clown, but then all of a sudden he thinks he's the guy that's calling the Hindenburg disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it's funny. Somehow, you know, people are in the village that aren't at the festival, and they can hear all this going on on the radio. Oh, it's mayhem! What's what? The monsters are attacking. <laughs> and uh, there is a very interesting similarity between this movie and also Zombievers, which we reviewed. You might want to look at that earlier. These guys can break through the boards of the uh, of the docks. Oh they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They can just pop right up and uh, cause mayhem. It was. Uh, I, I you know I thought it was I thought it was a pretty decent movie. Was, However. Yeah. Is there going to be a sequel? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's been a few decades. Probably not. <laughs> but it was left of room at the end they for did, what course. happens. Yep. Because they do find one survivor yes. from the attack. Was and, this uh, the, your first time seeing this? Yes, it was. It was. Okay. Yeah. I love that you get to see some of these for the first time. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Roger Corman's uh, 1980 classic, Humanoids from the Deep. I highly recommend it. Of course, you know, it's 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 lower budget. It's not a, it's not an epic, but it's something fun to watch on the weekend if you got a chance. And uh, don't forget, there's great music in here, too, from Joe Williams and the Whitewater Boys or whatever they were called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Play, <laughs> playing at the party. <laughs> All right. For B-Movie Bonanza, I'm Scott from Jack FM. And I'm Bob Harris for the Mighty 790 KFGO. Get out there and watch a good beat tonight. See you next time. <laughs>